Live, live from Southern from California. California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. Hot, hot, hot. Welcome to the Slightly Serious Show. It is Thursday, September 23rd, 2021. And, uh, gosh. All right, calm down. It's not Friday. Jeez. Anyways, after a, uh, a nice, uh, wonderful interview uh, with our friend Carl Bonak last night, we return back for another fantastic show. We have a little bit of trivia later on this evening and uh, all that. I appreciate uh, everyone joining us live on Podbean and uh, over on DLive and I guess I got an official notice uh, from Periscope, uh, from Restream, actually, saying that Periscope is officially being knocked off tomorrow. And so we, we have the Twitter Twitter uh, hooked up. So for anybody that listens to or watches us over on the, the Twitter of the Twitter, that's all set up for you guys for tomorrow. And uh, anyways, uh, it's Thursday, one, uh, one day away uh, from getting results tomorrow in Arizona, Maricopa County. That'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting to see what happens. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think anything's going to happen. We'll we'll know what the audit concluded, whether or not there was fraud or not. You know how I feel about it. I'm sure there's going to be fraud, but at the end of the day, probably nothing will happen to it. Uh, anyways, thanks for the uh, thanks for the gifts of hi there, Lady Me and uh, Lady Me. Maybe you should pack the bag Sunday and see what the airlines look like Sunday for Las Vegas. But anyways, uh, this upcoming week. Things are up in the air for the show. I don't know what's going on uh, as far as if I'll be traveling or not, but I will definitely keep you abreast of things. And uh, you can always catch what's going on, any updates over on the Twitter of the Twitter. If you haven't followed us yet over there, it's at Slightly Serious, and uh, we'll keep you updated on what's going on there. We have our good friends, uh, Producer Eric and uh, Pert Wee. How are you guys doing tonight? Howdy, howdy. Doing good. Alan, doing good myself. Well, good, good. I, I was going back over the video last night. I haven't posted it up on Rumble. It'll be uh, posted uh, later this evening. Unfortunately, the video quality just sucks. And I can only think that it has to do with my bandwidth. I mean, the audio is good. Uh, we'll post it up anyways. And uh, I'll just have to figure out what the hell went wrong. In, uh, but uh-huh. I, was, I was really saddened because it was such a great interview. And uh, I really appreciate Carl you know, giving us an hour and a half of his time. And uh, so, I don't know. What you what you guys think about uh, Carl last night? Uh, I mean, a, a, a big part of me really feels horrible for the guy that he's, you know, 33 years into one company and they fire him because he won't get a shot. That really pissed yeah, me off. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I agree with you. Very, very unfortunate. Put that much time. You to put, put that, that much time and energy into a company and dedication and, and then to have that happen is just outrageous. And and like I said, I, I just don't understand. I mean, it seems like the majority of the rest of the corporate world is giving people the option of whether to get the to get the shots or take a test. And I don't see why that would be so such a big of a problem. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, Carl's not able to do that. But uh, it was I was. It was really good to hear his story and stuff like that. I think the more and more uh, society hears stories like his, uh, hopefully it really wakes the hell out of people, wakes up people and uh, you know, gets them on board of realizing what the hell's going on. But uh, 
anyways, uh, we appreciate you uh, again, Carl. Uh, thanks for last night, and uh, look forward to hearing what 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 if he proceeds to take any type of legal action. I know he had made uh, mention of maybe possibly a class action lawsuit and stuff like that if one arises, mm-hmm. jump on board. So we'll keep in touch with Carl. See what uh, happens with him. Um, tonight, uh, well, let's start with this afternoon. Uh, it, apparently Brian Laundrie, there's an, a warrant out for his arrest from the FBI and it has nothing to do with, uh, him, you know, uh, being alleged to have been, you know, a part of, you know, Gabby Petito's death, but the, the warrant has to do with the, he's used his, her credit card after her death. I'm like, my God, I mean, you could throw this in, you know, to the stupid, uh, you know, the stupidest criminals in the world type of book, I guess. I mean, why the hell would you use your dead girlfriend's credit card? Unbelievable. And uh, I don't know. It's, uh, I guess his parents got back to their home. Um, I guess they traveled out somewhere and all the reporters are all over them. But uh, there's still no sign of Brian Laundrie, uh, but there's now a uh, FBI warrant out for his arrest. And uh, I don't know. Do you think? Do you guys think we'll see we'll see, we'll see or hear from him ever again? His Not body, maybe. I, I don't know. Well, I you don't know. know. You know, there's re- reports that his uh, family, once he got back without her, went on a camping trip. And it's interesting. He just spent all that time touring the U.S. camping. But when he got back with his parents, they went out on a camping trip. Yeah. Two and two is not adding up. Well, I I, I have a feeling that his parents know what's going on. I mean, if you're a a parents of a child and your child has gone missing and nobody can find him and he may be involved in a murder, uh, you just pick up your shit and go on vacation, go go camping. Really? That doesn't make too much sense to me. Uh, either that or they don't really care two shits about their son. I don't know. You pick, you, you tell me, you pick, uh, <laughs> pick which one you think, uh, is accurate, but, uh, it's, it's kind of very, it's very, uh, it's very weird. I don't get it, but anywho, um, the, the latest, uh, that I have, I'll bring up, uh, says, uh, the laundry, laundry manhunt woman in Wyoming says that she picked him up hitchhiking and this is coming from foxnews.com. Uh, a second woman has come forward to say that she gave a hitchhiking Brian Laundrie a ride in Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming on August 29th, two days after Gabby Petito was last seen. The first woman, uh, Miranda Baker, she said in videos posted to TikTok on September 17th that she and her boyfriend picked up Laundrie at 5.30 p.m., Uh, mountain time on August 29th, but after spotting him hitchhiking on the side of the road, she said she spoke with police about the encounter. Norma Jean Jalovec, a seasonal Wyoming resident from Florida, told Fox News on digital on Friday that after seeing Baker's TikTok video, she realized she'd also picked up laundry on the 29th and dropped him off around 630 or 640 mountain standard time at the spread Creek dispersed camping area where Petito's remains were discovered weeks later. So, um, and if you, if you, one thing to keep in mind when, as I was reading this, you notice that they picked him up. There was no Gabby along with him uh, during this. Right on both occasions. Correct. So, and, you know, you have to surmise 
and uh, you know we're not suggesting that he's a uh, a murderer or anything like that. But you put two and two together, things aren't really adding up, and uh, that's I think a primary reason why. Another reason why he needs to be found and uh, be questioned quite a bit. Yep. But well, uh, it makes you wonder if the family went out camping when he got back without her. Were they setting something up for him? I don't know. And I mean, I've I've talked to uh, quite a few people, and some people uh, say that I guess there's like you know areas where there might be crocodiles or alligators and shit that might eat him if he wants well, to commit suicide. Yeah, but it's I, central and south Florida. Everywhere there's crocodiles. I mean, not crocodiles, but alligators, even in backyards. And, and they'll so, eat, you, right? Oh yeah, big enough ones will eat you. Even the smaller ones will go after you. But you get out in some of those areas like the preserves where he is, and they're pretty dang abundant. I mean, they're everywhere. So I was I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and and because I had brought up the the possibility that you know uh, if he is indeed in fact uh, guilty, as uh, people are thinking that he might be, uh, he might be in a psychological mode of maybe hey you know what I'm just going to end it all now. I have nothing else to live for. I'm, I'm you know I'm fucked. And my, my friend said, well, wait a minute. What if you, if you kind of take yourself out of the situation, your life, if, even if you murder somebody, not that we condone it or anything like that on our show, you damn libtards, but in the current state of our society, you can murder somebody and be out within five years. I mean, all the criminals get out of jail. So why would laundry go out and commit suicide? They usually spend a little longer than that in Florida. We got a little more stringent laws in California. Well, would they go with, with Wyoming law or Florida law? Well, that's true. The crime was committed in Wyoming. Yeah. What's Wyoming law like? I don't know. I don't know. I would think it's conservative, but you, you never know it uh, anymore. Yeah. I'm just kind of stuck in Florida because that's where everything just seems to be revolving around. Yeah. You know, in my uh, thought pattern. It's, uh, I, I think uh, Honeybee... Um, she sent me a, a, a message here. It says, a, uh, I, I guess, Honeybee, is, is this a, uh, a, t- uh, a message like on his Twitter account? I, uh, I want to confirm that before I, I read this. Um, it, it looks like it is. And Honeybee says it's his Instagram. So on his Instagram, which is uh, a private account, it still has, you know how people can write like a little sentence or two. It says, a hike a day keeps the media away. Soon it will all make sense. Somewhere sunny. I love you. Wow. That to me sounds like a message from a guilty person. But look at the emojis. It's a male angel and a female angel. Right. So does that kind of lead you to believe that maybe a murder-suicide? Possibly. And the thing is, if he, if he did commit suicide and gators found him, they're probably not going to find any remains unless they find a gator to do a, uh, what are they called, a necropsy or whatever on, to cut him open and, and look. Oh, an autopsy. Yeah. But, or, or yeah, they- but I think, they, I think they call it something different on animals. Oh, but yeah, same thing. Same thing. Well, maybe they'd find a shoe or something. I mean, the, the damn gator's not going to eat shoes, is he? <laughs> they eat license oh, plates and can't, yeah, they don't. They're non-discriminant. They they eat whatever they can catch. Unbelievable! I thought <laughs> if, it's attached, if it's attached to the prey, it goes down the belly. 
I thought at least it'd spit the damn shoe back out. <laughs> no, it's not like eating at a diner and you find a hair in your soup. <laughs> they just well, well, they take it all in. But can an alligator? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm looking at Doss's comment. At Dose, I mean, says that gator just shit a flip flop. <laughs> <laughs> but can, can an alligator, can, like, you know how a human body breaks down food and stuff like that? So when you take a dump, it's, unless it's corn, it's really un, uh, unrecognizable. Uh, if a crocodile eats a shoe, won't the shoe come back out? I, I don't know. It depends on what it's made out of, I guess. I mean, think about it. Most of those animals like that have a much more acidic stomach that's going to take care of things that you and I couldn't digest. And then even if it's a partial shoe that comes out, I mean, you're, look, you're looking for alligator shit in the swamp is what you're looking for. And then you got you to think you've got other animals that eat the alligator poop. So, you know, it's a, it's a no. cycle of life. It's... I think their best bet is going to be if they find his body itself. If, if he's already been eaten, that's it's going to be like trying to find that guy that uh, the Tiger King girl, you know, fed her ex-husband to the tigers, and they're not going to find him. Kind of that stuff. And how much pressure do you think that Brian Laundry's parents are going to be feeling from uh, law, law enforcement over this? Not enough. Not enough. But you, but you, but the, you think that they, the uh, parents know the whereabouts or. You know, if if he was going to go do something to himself, you know, would, would I they think they've already already spoke and they have a clue of what's going on just because of the way things transpired. They covered for him when they left, when he left. They're not talking to police officers at all. Now there's talk about unless there's some other evidence that is found the the uh, law enforcement really doesn't have anything to be able to go after his parents about for not communicating with them or for lying about the whereabouts of him. It, it really sucks. I mean, they're, they're at this point, let's look at the facts. They're guilty to an accessory of something and they're covering it up. So he, 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 he came back, back to Florida, right? Since, since being in the Tetons, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. And after that, he, they know that he visited his parents Obviously, without the right. staff. Um, I think it was between September 1st and the 9th he came back. They, I don't think they have the exact date yet, from what I understand. Yeah, the parents have to know something. I mean, I would. Oh, yeah. It's, it's really crazy. Yeah, Jess, you're, you're not going to be finding any shoes in the swamp. You're, you're, I, I, Pertwee has convinced me, don't waste the time looking for shoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Honeybee, they didn't even. I, in, my, in my opinion. Go ahead. Those parents are just as guilty as him to whatever he did for covering that up to the extent that they're covering it up. But then again, we are assuming, though, too, that they are aware of his whereabouts or what, what his plan is. We're assuming, we're assuming based on a bunch of evidence so far, and right. there's still going to be more that comes out. Yeah, I think so. And uh, Honeybee was saying that uh, Gabby's, they didn't even answer Gabby's father's phone call when uh, she was missing. And uh, Da says, I bet right. the, the piece of shit freeloader is still living in his parents' basement as we speak. And he's not talking about Joe Biden, by the way. No, that's Biden. Oh, yeah, it, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure which one it was. <laughs> um, Honeybee says, uh, actually, Jess Doc asks uh, Honeybee, uh, even if he killed himself? Uh, I, I don't know. I, 
I have a that's that's uh I, that's where I'm going with. I, I don't think if if he's not found Excuse within me. a month, I think I think uh, the conclusion should be that he's done something with himself. But uh, who knows? I mean, you can if if you can get. I'm sorry, I'm still dealing with the delay here. I want to after this go out and come back in. You can survive quite a while out in the swamps in Florida because there is so much to feed uh, to feed you. It's just a matter of protecting yourself against the gators and the snakes. And if you're in certain parts, you'd have to walk, watch out for the panthers, but there's not a lot of panthers in Florida to worry about. Yeah, I, well, but not only that, but you're going to have to worry about food. And, you know, I, I've never been out in the swamp, thank God. But um, it seems like it's pretty desolate. Is there like nobody around? It's just like forest and like water and shit. Well, it's not forest, it's swamp, but there's a lot of food. All time. I mean, you can catch snakes and eat, there's fish to eat, there's uh, vegetation, there's heart of palm, there's palm trees all over the place. I, think uh, I, I don't know if you ever had heart of palm in your salad, but that's what it is. It's, it's coming from the palm trees. So there's all sorts of nutrition out there. Pert, you, uh, after all those foods that you named off, I think I'd just kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, there's fish, there. there's fish. crab, there's nope. mussel. No, nope. I think I would die of starvation. <laughs> I really would. Uh, Gator tail. Uh, you're talking like he's John Rambo. Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, well, on. I mean, if, if he's a Florida boy, he knows all this stuff. Yeah, I don't know. He, he I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll continue to uh, stay atop of what's happening. In that uh, case, uh, another news uh, breaking this earlier this evening, a Tennessee Kroger grocery store leaves one dead, multiple injured. Um, this is uh, Memphis police officers are on the scene of a Kroger grocery store where at least a dozen people have been shot, including one who was killed. The shooter, whose identity remains unknown, is dead of what is believed to be a self-inflicted gunshot wound. The shooting happened at uh, 240 New Bahia. Road in Collierville, Tennessee. Uh, Collier, Collierville Police Chief Dale Lane said officers and SWAT team entered the grocery store going aisle to aisle rescuing employees, some of whom were hiding in freezers. I've been involved in this for 34 years and I've never seen a scene like this, Lane said, calling it, quote, the most horrific event in Collierville history. Lane said an image circulating on social media of someone on the roof was a Kroger employee. And uh, there's the picture of the guy standing on the roof for you. Anyways, emergency, med um, emergency medical personnel from the Collierville Fire Department arrived to assist providing medical aid. The injured victims were transferred to area hospitals. And, uh, quote, we are deeply saddened by the incident that occurred at our Kroger store. The company said in a statement, the entire Kroger family offers her thoughts, prayers, and support to the individuals and families of the victims during this difficult time. And uh, I was listening earlier tonight uh, to some uh, other news, and they're saying that they believe that this uh, person who went in there to shoot people, you know, shoot the uh, people up in the store, potentially is a former employee who had uh, issues about being fired. So that's that's the most recent speculation on what's going on there. And uh, I don't know. Does this uh, is this going to ring another bell uh, nationwide? The Biden administration that we need to get rid of guns again. I mean, because obviously the liberals think that uh, guns kill people, 
And uh, I'm waiting to hear uh, what the Biden administration is going to say about this. And uh, it's Memphis. They'll figure out some other way to kill each other down there. It doesn't matter. (laughs) I've never been to Memphis. I mean, are people I mean, you don't hear much crime happening in Memphis. You know what I mean? Yeah, they cover it up. I I covered Memphis up until this year. I still go there time to time, but I don't. It's not a primary area of mine right now. Mm-hmm. But in the wintertime, I would stop making calls at 3 p.m. because it would get too dark. I just wasn't going to do it past then. It's okay. You just got to be careful, know where to go, where not to go. Um, it's not a safe place. Yeah, I, the only thing that rings a bell to me when I hear of Memphis, I think of Elvis, and that's that's about it. <laughs> yeah, and it's a shame because I, I had been to uh, Elvis's house, Graceland, Gosh, back in like 1990, beautiful area was nice. And I went to it again in the early 2000s and it had been trash, graffiti all over the place. Uh, It looked like it was in the middle of a ghetto and it wasn't like that prior. So, that's uh, yeah, it's not a good town. Well, that's crazy because I mean, the other day we heard that over and up in Los Angeles, how Compton, the city of Compton of all places in America is... uh, Gen, re, what is it? Gentrified, I guess is the word that they're utilizing. I, I, I don't know, but I never would have believed that that, that place turned the corner. <laughs> right. Maybe the structures have. I don't know about the people, but uh, yeah. it sounds like there happens to be more crime in Memphis, Tennessee than going on in Compton, which I don't know. It'd be interesting to see those statistics. Anyways, uh, an editorial I wanted to go over, and uh, this is uh, coming from the Huffington Post. Hillary Clinton's deplorables warning is coming true, uh, Salon writer says. And uh, the article reads, Hillary Clinton's 2016 warning about, quote, the deplorables emerging in the Republican Party when Donald Trump ran against her for president wasn't just correct. She underestimated their impact, a Salon commentator wrote in a scathing essay posted on Wednesday. In many ways, Clinton was too kind, Chauncey DeVega wrote. If anything, she underestimated how many Americans were in fact committed and enthusiastic human deplorables. The political essayist is not the first to revisit Clinton's speech of late. The Washington Post recently noted that some called the former senator's remarks prescient. The Baltimore Sun declared last year Miss Clinton was right. But DeVega's take is worth a look through its alarming lens of just how clairvoyant Clinton proved to be. In 2016 campaign peach speech, Clinton mentioned the millions of racist, sexist, homophobic, and xenophobic followers empowered by Trump. She grouped them in a, quote, basket of deplorables and was condemned by many, including some Democrats, for the remarks. Quote, that reaction to Clinton's truth-telling helped to legitimize Trumpism and American neo-fascism as something that was reasonable and understandable rather than a manifestation of racial resentment, Vega wrote. FBI data reported by Brookings in 2019 indicated that Trump's election spurred the second highest uptick in hate crime just behind the September 11th attacks. They, the hate also fed on Trump's threat of crackdowns against those protesting George Floyd's death by police. He also fueled the rise of anti-Asian American sentiment because of his, quote, China virus rhetoric in referring to COVID-19. As you can tell, uh, the person, essayist, as they're calling this person, um, God, it, it's wonderful when you can just grab out of thin air anything you want just to try to prove a narrative, isn't it? 
that's how I get at, that's what I'm getting out of this. And uh, anyways, uh, the f- article finishes off. DeVega asserted that if Clinton had won the presidency, America, quote, would not necessarily be drowning under a fascist tide which has imperiled our democracy and our future. Then the writer took an even more ominous turn. Quote, matters are now so dire that it is not now not a question of whether American democracy will succumb to a nightmare reign of full-on fascism, but rather when that will happen. He wrote, if America's neo-fascist movement continues to gain momentum, Joe Biden will be relegated to the role of a speed bump or an asterisk in American history. Uh, what, do you, what are your thoughts on, on uh, the, what this uh, person uh, had to say, uh, this essayist? I mean, like I said, it's, it's more or less like they're just picking out, nitpicking this, grabbing this, that, and the other. Oh, there you go. See, that's why there's deplorables. Look what has happened. But this well, author- report where the. Go ahead. So I still got a delay. Sorry, slightly. No, it's fine. This author, though, also fails to mention about all the thugs that were out, quote unquote, peaceful protesting. What about all them fucking idiots? You know, those ones that are. Burning- right. That's what I put in chat. Report who and where the hate was originating from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're not doing that in that report. No, they're not. It's uh, it's a one sided thing, and uh, you know, and and I'm not saying that the, it's just you know Democrats or liberals that do that. I think both parties do the same thing. Um, but I mean, you you need to let the American people, even when you're trying to portray the truth, which is not what these people's jobs is, and that's the problem. Their their whole hope is to feed. They just want to feed the anger to keep I it. Other than fake news, I call it beauty parlor news. Oh, beauty parlor news. That's because that's what, mm-hmm. yeah, they just go by what somebody else said. They don't bother checking the facts. They got to hurry up and tell a friend as soon as they can and, and get it to publication or posting, whatever you want to call it nowadays. Yeah. No, I, it's, that's what it is. And it's, you know, kind of like uh, we like last night when we spoke to, with Carl about uh, the news media and stuff like that. And it's all about money, it's advertising dollars and stuff like that. Eric, what do you think of uh, the article? Well, you know, I, I would think that by listening to this article that what Hillary said back back then, calling Trump supporters and, and other, you know, you know, reasonable Americans that basket of deplorables has probably come back to bite her. Yeah. Well, I mean, how how is Hillary Clinton doing? What is she doing these days? I mean, it's I mean I mean, aside from maybe uh you know, trying to set up uh their next victims. Mm-hmm. But um but I think with like all, you know, the, the turmoil going on, like within like the last year, you know, considering how like the election went down last year to, to, to everything else that's going on in the world. Um, some people might be wondering where, where's Hillary, much like where's Obama. I guess some people are probably thinking, are they even anywhere to be found? <laughs> well, Obama's enjoying life in the state of Hawaii and probably, uh, you know, in touch with the White House on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he's, uh, you know, not giving two shits about any environmental laws in the state of Hawaii and, and you know, building his big mansion on the state of o- on the island of Oahu. But uh, well, as, far as, as far as Hillary Clinton, I, I think, you know, I think her political career is done and over with. I think she just needs to maybe she just should join Joe Biden in his basement. Well, what's this thing yeah. about her attorney and the whole Russian deal and her attorney has charges now? Is this something that can circle back? Sorry, hacky sack to <laughs> Hillary and get her in trouble. Not that anything can ever touch Miss Goldenchild. 
I don't know. I, I do. I, yeah, I was aware of uh, well, that person being charged, but I don't. I don't. I find it very yeah. out there for her to ever be charged with any crime. Right. Um, I had sent you a, what it was, and I'd also sent you a story about like the like the Clinton lawyer, you know, facing charges in connection with like the Durham probe. Um, but you know what happens to anybody who dares to um, go after the Clintons and expose them. You know, they mysteriously die, or hence the terms, are incited or suicided. They end up decapitating themselves and walking a half mile to a mile down the road and getting it ruled as suicide, right? Remember that one? Exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah. It, it's like the Clintons have put, put their, their spin on them being like what you would call the untouchables. Yes, exactly. Well, I do have some sad, sad news to report tonight, by the way. Uh, this the, earlier this afternoon, our good friend Alexandria Ocasio Cortez was crying. Oh. You honestly think that was real? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, those, those, were t- those tears were icicles because that's yeah. all she's got in her veins. That is true. Uh, she was uh, basically uh, they, they were. Trying to uh, come up with a, they're doing a vote on the uh, Iron Dome funding, which was going to add, I think it was a billion dollars to Israel. And she was adamantly going to vote no on this bill uh, for obvious reasons. I, we don't need to, you know, she's, you know, she has her reasons. And when it came time to vote, she didn't vote no, she just voted present. And, uh, you know, she don't have the cojones, no balls. Yeah. And uh, obviously that that bill did pass by. (laughs) I don't even think they needed to show up to vote. I mean, it passed 420 yays to nine nays. And, you know, slightly, don't you think that since they're elected to be in office and pass or stop things like that, that they should be required to have a yes or no vote? None of this present BS. I yes, I, I agree one hundred percent that it should be yes or no. Um, it's like I said, her not having the cojones to vote no because uh, there's a lot of speculation with redistricting and all that. There there might be a lot of Jewish people in her district, and so God, God forbid if she votes no, that the Jews might come after her. That's I and you know that's just speculation. Hey, I'm not particular. I don't care what group goes after her. <laughs> 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 But yeah, they, uh, there's a lot of people saying, uh, you know, the crocodile tears is what they're calling it uh, after she broke, reportedly broke down on the House floor. Who cries on the House floor, by the way? I mean, aren't, aren't they uh, like adults? An attention whore. That's who. Unbelievable. Maybe I thought maybe she would cry over the, uh, you know, the decision of her going to the Met Gala or something. I mean, or maybe she got the, the dry cleaning bill from her fucking dress. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable, but yeah, she uh, didn't have. Uh, she didn't have. Like I, said, uh, I don't know. One of these days, we'll we'll have politicians who really give two shits about their constituents and do. You know what? Even if you you voted no, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, whether I agreed with you or not, at least I know you're passionate about what you're doing. Just be the re- main reason. The other reason she probably didn't want to go with the no is because she knows that the yays were going to have it by a wide margin and she might look bad. But yeah, hey, didn't want to be on the losing team like she is now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. But at the end of the day, no matter what, 
I don't give a shit if I'm in being in California, you know that I am one of the minority type of people as far as from a political spectrum. I don't give two shits if I'm one out of a hundred that have the beliefs that I do. I stick to my guns. Yeah, exactly. But apparently uh, AOC, well, AOC probably doesn't like guns. So, <laughs> Well, y- you would think that they should get more grief from their peers and from their people who voted them in office when they vote something like that than if they voted opposite of what they wanted. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I agree with it's, you. It's like, get off the fence, quit straddling, do something. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's, there's no ethics in our government. That's, that's the Oh, problem. they threw that word out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they even have an ethics committee. <laughs> Can you believe that? I didn't, how, I how, didn't even uh, know they did you, still have one. <laughs> yeah, no, they do. They have an ethics committee still. I, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, uh, but it's very ironic they would even have such a thing. I would be under the impression they want to get rid of the ethics committee the same way they want to get rid of the filibuster. Hint, hint. Well, they should just get rid of all. Just get rid of all committees. Save uh, the taxpayer billions of dollars. Uh, you know, I, I, we'll, when we come back from the break, we're going to discuss a little bit about the Haitians being deported back to Haiti and all that. And I think uh, Jan Pisaki, Hacky Sack herself, saying how, you know, they should be going back because we're giving Haiti like millions of dollars. So they should be okay. Anyways, we'll come back right after this. You're listening to The Slightly Serious Show on a Thursday. You've been listening to The Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. So I don't have an article on this. So I'm just going to speak frankly about it. And uh, like I said uh, earlier this afternoon, there was word out of D.C. about you know making the Haitians go back to their country of origin. And for, primarily for the main fact of the matter is that our taxpayer dollars in the tens of millions of dollars are being given over to the country to assist them. So if it's that easy, if we're going to just give away taxpaying dollars to other countries so their, so their uh, citizens don't illegally come across the border and come into ours <laughs> – then why don't we just give Mexico and the South, uh, you know, South American countries uh, hundreds of millions of dollars uh, for them to take their people back and would be fine. You didn't see that article today? I did not. There's a Democratic lady of a darker skin tone, because this, oh. this is important, Yes, that has proposed that we pay the people not to come over the southern border. We just start writing them checks. Oh, I, hold on. I, I, I probably do have that. Paying, re, paying, paying reparations for somebody that we haven't even done anything to. So hold on. So let's not worry, you know, because our laws don't work. So yeah, we're so, paying people to stay in their own damn country. Right. So, so the idea from the libtards is that, you know, hey, well, we have these laws in place, but let's not enforce those. Let's just throw money after this because we can't look towards uh, enforcing laws that are on the books because that might be the right thing to do. But throwing money towards the problem, that makes everybody look good and makes everybody happy. We'll just print more. Yeah. Well, when do we start getting ours to stay in our own country? Oh, we don't get it. We give it. Oh, we just give it. 
That is our, you know, it's better to give than receive. That's what I want. I want to run for president. That's going to be my policy. Just put it out there. <laughs> better to give than receive. So I'll take all your money and give it away. So I'm taking all your fuckers' money that yeah. you. That should have been Biden's tagline right there. Money fixes everything. That's right, Jess. Mm -hmm. By the way, just send your money over to us. We have a PayPal account set up. Just, you know, uh, you know, act like we uh, we need to go back to Haiti and just donate all the funds that you make uh, for an eight hour shift to us. And, uh, you know, because money does fix everything. But, yeah, you're you're right. Uh, The Democratic Congresswoman uh, also says she is pissed at Border Patrol. Why, why would one of our congressional members of Congress be pissed off at Border Patrol, Pert? Well, they took their horses away. Did you see that? Yeah, I, I did hear about that. But she's yeah. not pissed about that. Or is she pissed that they're doing, trying to do their job? Well, of course. They're, they're trying to enforce a law that's on the book. You can't do that. And, and, I, and I did bring up her, her, her race earlier, not to be racist, but to point out, because it seemed to me like this is the whole reparation thing for people that haven't even been wronged by our country. Yeah. And uh, the, the woman you're speaking of is Florida Democratic Representative Frederica Wilson. And uh, like you were saying, on, on Thursday, she called on President Biden uh, to pay to, quote, pay those fleeing Latin America for the U.S. southern border to incentivize, quote unquote, them to remain in their country of origin, uh, country of origin. She says, quote, fly to those countries. Give money to these people. Set up jobs. Give them some sort of incentive to stay in their country to work. Well, you know what? You need to fucking worry about American citizens before you worry about anybody else. Isn't that the other country's responsibility to give their citizens a reason to want to stay? Yeah. You know what you should do? You You should group them all up, gather them all, send them on a plane with President Biden back to their country and says, hey, fucking Haitian government, you owe us, uh, a couple million dollars for having to transport these people back to your damn country. That's what really should be going on. We shouldn't be giving away hard-earned taxpayer dollars to foreign countries when we're drowning in debt in this country. People are becoming homeless. They're committing suicide. But let's worry about everybody else. We're already paying for the flight over there. It's not cheap to fly from wherever in America to to Haiti. I mean, that's going to be a big bill. Well, that's why I'm saying we need to yeah. we need to uh, send them back and request reimbursement. Yeah. But we're sending them back and giving them money too. Um, yes, Eric. Well, like I have a friend that I had a conversation with. Um, like I think it was just the other day. Because um, I know we we do make a great point in why, why are we continue to spend money on foreign aid and and on this pork barrel spending that that we really should shouldn't be um, spending money on when. We, you know, we need to be, you know, trying to rein in our out of control debt and deficits. Um, cause I think, that, you know, like if you bring up the debt being reported at about $40 trillion, um, that they're probably like national debt. What national debt? Um, because they like, and now we've even talked about this before. Like, I think they eat up what Obama says that we don't have a spending problem. We have a healthcare problem, but, and I like how you said we have a common sense problem in this country. And this, friend of mine even brought up the point that with the way our national debt is so out of control as much as we would like to rein it in and try to balance budget and pay off our bills you know he does worry that could we be too far gone in terms of of our fiscal responsibility you know if we've crossed that point of no return 
Well, apparently we we you know we don't care about how how much uh, in debt we get. We're going to raise the debt ceiling. We're going to continue giving <laughs> millions of dollars to other countries, and we're going to not give two shits about the American people. We're just going to utilize them as slaves to take their money, their hard working wages away from them yep. to fund whatever, whatever bullshit projects they have going. Well, and continue to bankrupt Social Security and Medicare in in the process, and and, could, and continue to send money to controversial organizations like Planned Parenthood. Well, you know what? Maybe maybe we'll just all say we're Haitian citizens, uh, send us back to Haiti and give us some cash while you're at it. You might want to pick a different country. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, uh, you know, but you get the point. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, this, uh, this representative, uh, Frederica Wilson, the reason she says she was pissed was – Quote, from what I saw of Border Patrol on horseback, beating Haitian people, black people with whips, I guess Haitians are just black, according to her, they look like whips to me. I've been told they're not whips. Quote, my father was a civil rights advocate and a leader and it looked like slavery to me. You know what, lady? Take a look at the American people and the slavery that's being committed by you, the tyrannical government, and spending our fucking money without the permission of us on other countries' people. Well, and those same people that are getting beat back across the border are taking children and dropping them over a big-ass tall wall and leaving them stranded out on the side of the river. And she's not complaining about that, though, is she? No, she's not. She, In fact, she continues on and says that no one should be deported to Haiti, she said, acknowledging both political and natural disasters that have struck the nation over the last several months. You know, Shadow brought up a good point uh, down there, uh, still trying to figure out how they're getting here. Haiti's far from America. I didn't see how they're getting here, but I saw where they were claiming that the country of Haiti had them sign papers uh, and, and said that it, they got approval for them to come over here. So I, have you heard how they got here slightly? I haven't heard of how they're arriving to the United States, but it wouldn't surprise me if governments uh, are paying their way uh, to come yeah. close to the United States. I mean, folks, we have even states in our own country and this is fact. I, I'm not lying about this. You know, uh, for some states that had homeless issues, they would pay for the homeless person. They would pay the flight for that homeless person to go to Hawaii just to get them out of their state. Slightly. When they had the Super Bowl in Jacksonville, Florida, mm -hmm. they gave them tickets on Greyhounds to get out of town because they didn't want them around for the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it would not be beyond, you know, someone reasonably thinking that the government of Haiti paid their way to get close to the United States. Yeah. Anyways, the last thing on this, uh, she says, the people that they're targeting to deport are single black men. So she's making it a race thing, you know, just like the, all the Democrats love to do, utilize race in anything and everything you can. But did you hear the theory behind that? They do have a theory behind that. What's the theory? Because those men, and I, I can't remember what the uh, purpose was, what the deal was, but those men um, were wronged by Hillary and her husband during the administration. So they remember that. So they want to get the men back, but keep the women. And then plus, women are able to reproduce. That was the theory I read, which is, is a little far out there, but who knows? Who, yeah, like you said, who knows? And, and the, the, the biggest problem of everything is, you know what? It's not, you know, 
these people don't realize the struggles that the Americans here in this country have. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, our issues are probably, well, they're probably not as severe as theirs. Yeah. And I'm not saying that they are. But at well, the same time, it does not give them the right to just come in and bombard us. No. It, and the yeah. men they were talking about came from, uh, gosh, I want to say maybe Nicaragua or something. It was a specific nationality of men that uh, was being turned back, according to the report I read. What, whatever happened to people trying to stand up and you know, make change uh, in their own countries? That's a lot easier. I mean, that's a good walk. question. It's a lot easier to walk across the border in America when they're letting you come over. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Well, and then um, imagine if the, these were Cubans and not Haitians at, at the Texas border. Um, they'd be getting like turned away the same way if, if they were coming in, like sailing across, you know, across the ocean from, from Cuba to South Florida. Because I think we know why they don't want Cubans here, because they know Cubans would um, give the radical Democrats a big middle finger and vote Republican. Oh, Eric, if, if you had if you had the amount of Cubans coming to this country, that then the, the same amount that you have Haitians and other people that are crossing the southern border. Huh. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris would be on a red eye flight down to the border immediately. <laughs> they, would, they would just be out of the country, probably, because Cubans wouldn't put up with their crap. Mm -hmm. Well, so, um, but, but, but with Joe Biden's mental state like it is, um, I, I think that they would, they'd be making nonstop flights like to Delaware and, and, and to the border into Washington. And then and Kamala, I, th I think she's got other, other issues to worry about besides the southern border. Has anybody heard from Kamala Harris? Where is she at? I think she's nowhere to be found. Last I heard, it was a while ago. She was in Vietnam. I'm sure she's not still there, but maybe she's hiding out with Brian Laundry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense. Brian. Maybe Brian, maybe Brian could do a fave. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, would you know help the brother out? Anyways, um. Going back into COVID, we try not to touch too heavily on the COVID, but it is a part of our world. This one teenager walked into the Walgreens, right? You know, it's around that time of year to get the flu shot. And uh, she walked out, uh, out of Walgreens uh, pretty much fucking terrified. Uh, as she left after getting her shot, the, uh, the gal that gave her the shot says, uh, we'll see you in 21 days for your second shot. Oh, yeah. Uh, she didn't receive a flu shot. She received a COVID-19 shot. Oh. Oh. Can you believe that? Well, I don't know the pretense, but a guy punched out a nurse somewhere after giving his wife a COVID shot. What? <laughs> yes. It was in my, my Fox rotator, but uh, he, he got mad, punched her out, and then left the place, and the police were looking for him. Oh, Wait, wait, the place, oh, because he gave her the shot, right? A nurse gave his wife the COVID shot. Nurse gave his wife, the, and they're after him, right? And he, and he punched the nurse, which I think was a female, in the face multiple times, and then they left. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Savannah Cor uh, Cortad walked into her local Walgreens only a few days ago. She simply wanted a standard flu shot after... Arriving early, filling out the necessary paperwork, a nurse approached Savannah and asked which arm she'd like it in. Then the nurse 
made one little comment that immediately told Savannah something had gone terribly wrong. Quote, she gave me the shot and I was leaving. And as I was leaving, I was told to come back for my second dose, 21 days. She hadn't been given the flu shot. And uh, I quickly rushed to the counter. The lady at the counter reassured me, saying that I definitely received the flu shot. I was probably just given the wrong card. She talked to the nurse that gave me the shot and confirmed that no, the card was not wrong. This isn't a story about some crazy anti-vaxxer, Savannah said. Was, Savannah said she was at Walgreens to get her flu vaccine. Like many Americans, she felt uncomfortable receiving COVID-19 injection once she did receive it allegedly against her will the staff didn't have much to offer her in terms of apologies you know what i'm thinking they're gonna have plenty to offer in cash and prizes in court yep oh yeah anyways they proceeded to say sorry we are super busy things like this happen sometimes oh 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 my god thank god Thank God that was not me because things there would not be any happy endings inside Walgreens. I'll tell you that. Remember slightly, the new shit happens is yeah, blame it on COVID. Yeah, it's COVID's fault. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that is horrible though. I. Yeah. Uh, um. Anyway, so all they had to offer is an apology. Um. I guess. Uh. I don't know if if she wants to take anything good out of this. At least she has a, a COVID passport. <laughs> I don't know. Mm, yeah. I mean, are you able to go into places if you have just the one shot? Because you have your vaccine card, right? Yeah, I, I don't know how that's working. I haven't encountered that. Yeah, I don't I I don't know. I don't know. Lady me, are you there? I, I saw you call in. Um or unless you want to click her icon, invite her up to speak. Oh. She just commented two minutes ago. Yeah, she commented to a couple. She, she said something was not funny. I don't know what was not funny. Either the guy punching um, the nurse or the whole thing that you just described. Yeah, one of the two. I know that. But or anyway, both. We'll see if uh, Lady Me is available. I know she's always uh, she's a busy gal. Uh, but, but also, I wanted to bring up. I uh, got word this afternoon uh, for those of you on Podbean that listen to uh, many other shows that. Milt Dog is uh, returning home. I believe from his hospital stay. Oh, so. So that's good news. I'm not 100 sure why he was in the hospital, but uh, um, I understood Tuttle's to say that um, it, it it wasn't COVID related. Thank goodness. I think that he had developed pneumonia, and um, but you know, I don't know if they they had found any like any any blood clots or or anything questionable. But 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 I think Shadow's, Shadow says blood clot, and he's home already, and already had a show earlier. Well, sorry, yeah, to off, I, I just didn't want you to have to talk a lot more when we had the explanation. That's all right. Um, but um, ho- hopefully, Milt Dog, like you said, is on the rebound. But um, but we certainly do not condone that one troll that has been m- making the rounds, you know, spewing the nonsense that Milt Dog died, which we know that couldn't be further from the truth. And 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 we definitely condemn that troll for doing that. As like I said, as we know, he is back home uh, in the comfort of his own uh, in his own home and uh, relaxing and obviously doing a show. So he's on the mend apparently. So I'm glad uh, to have that being able to share that news with you. Woo! Yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> All right. Uh, we also have uh, if you are a Ben and Jerry's fan, you might not be after this story. Ben and Jerry's is declaring. 
policing racist backs Cory Bush's policing bill. Ben and Jerry's declared U.S. policing is, quote, violent, racist, ineffective, and punitive, while launching a new ice cream flavor in support of a public safety bill by Representative Cory Bush. Change is brewing the new ice cream flavor called, quote, bold, uh, the new ice cream flavor, quote, boldly celebrating safety and liberation for all. That's a long fucking name to call an ice cream. Anyways, that was launched in support of Bush's People's Response Act, which would create a public safety agency within the U.S. Department of Health. Um, anybody see an ongoing trend here? Government continues to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Anyways, uh, Bush said during the, a launch event Monday that the bill, co-sponsored by 20 other congressional members, would create, quote, a unit of federal first responders, unarmed health experts that are culturally competent to answer the call for the mental health and substance use emergencies that happen. Well, they're going to be pretty damn busy in the city of Chicago, I'll tell you that. In a press release on Monday, Ben and Jerry's encouraged fans to sign a pledge supporting the bill. Like I said, folks, private businesses getting involved in politics, it's not good. And Ben and Jerry's, I don't know. I, I haven't eaten their damn ice cream in, in a long time. Um, Me neither. I, I, I don't think I'll be buying them anytime soon. I think they're overpriced in the first place. Oh, yeah. But uh, I've even I, heard people say, you know, that their political views are anti-American. Well, you know what? And, and here's, you know, I, obviously, as you guys know, I'm I'm pretty conservative fellow myself. Uh, but at the same time, I don't spew that or allow my company or companies to broadcast that. Oh, I mean, uh, why? What's the point? There's no reason. Are, are they struggling that bad to where they're doing anything and everything they can to basically get on their knees and beg people to come buy their fucking ice cream? Nah, it's pretty bad too when they, there's such bad mouth against the country that made them the, the millions er, millionaires that they are. Yeah, I, I mean, I I don't uh, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Nope. I think it's a bad business decision. Um, obviously, Nancy Pelosi will probably continue to fucking eat their ice cream, but uh, uh, the ice cream of the Democratic Party, I'm I'm sure. Right. That's all they'll allow in the White House. I bet. Maybe It'd be I, interesting to see in their freezer. We should we should come up with a uh, uh, Biden's basement flavor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, they already have a Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon flavor, but I don't plan on eating that. Anytime soon. Biden's yeah. basement flavor would just be mold, you know, because most basements are moldy. <sighs> That's just, just listening to that. Uh, Seeker says, I don't even think he's ever had Ben and Jerry's. He might, you might've had BJ's, but not Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> Anyways. Um, what else do I have? I have a lot of stuff, but I know we're going to be doing some trivia coming up. Oh, uh, anybody want to guess the most hated fast food chains in the world? The most hated fast food chains in the world. Yeah, I have a list of uh, the, the famous most fast food restaurants. Hated McDonald's. That's uh, that is uh, up there. Top five. That yeah, there's there's uh, one, two, three, four. There's four that are found to be the most hated fast food in several countries, but none of them hold a candle to one specific company. Eric, do you want to take a guess? 
Um, I'm going to say KFC. I've not eaten there in about a year and a half. That's right. Hey, that's well, I submitted that article. Yeah, she. Uh, Eric, oh, you cheated. Or does Eric cheat? Well, and 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 a hated pizza chain is Domino's. Yes, according to the uh, to this report, McDonald's, Subway, Starbucks, and Wendy's are all found to be the most hated food chains in several countries, but none of them hold a candle to Kentucky Fried Chicken, which was the most hated brand in as many as fourteen countries, and took the cake as the number one most hated fast food brand in the world. Yeah. And I don't understand it because I love KFC. I mean, you know, the, 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 the coleslaw is fantastic. Uh, I like, which one do I like? I like the, it's funny. You say coleslaw. That's the first coleslaw I ever ate in my life that I liked. And I like coleslaw now, but it's funny. It it is. It's the best. And I think another reason why, you know, KFC is probably the most, Hated fast food chain. Um, um, it, I've I've oftentimes heard people say that that place ain't been the same since the Colonel died. Well, and, and he's been gone for forty one years. Well, I think like they the rest of a lot. I think they turned a lot of people off too when they had a different Colonel every month. I <laughs> know, right? Yeah, that just got annoying. But how, but why would I mean lose? Why would it lose its popularity when the Colonel died? Though it's not like they changed the recipes to the chicken. No, but um, you've got standards that change. Maybe the recipe's the same, but you'll have stuff that you, you will notice in businesses when leadership is on, they may stick stick with the same formula. But, you know, let's take just like a retail store. Shelves are dirty. They're not fronted. The merchandise is in different spots. They might carry the same thing. The attitude of the, the employees change. Well, I like, mean, the, the, and the, bad the, marketing strategies too. Yeah, I get what Eric's saying. Well, you know, just because the employees might not wash their hands as frequent, it might add a little bit more flavor to your chicken. <laughs> not the kind you want. But yeah, I mean, it's it's when stuff like that changes, you do typically see change somewhere, good or bad, uh, in the company. Well, in the survey, they did ask them why the customers are complaining about them the most. And the the, the most common answer was the quality of food. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know like their chicken pot pies, they've, they've gone downhill after they first came out. When they first came out, they were good. And then they just kind of seemed to, I don't know, like they weren't cooked enough or their their ratio f- between their, their chicken and veggies in there changed. It just, it went downhill. That's sad. I, I always liked the KFC. I, you know, I, I know there's, uh, there's other, what they have out here, they have Church's Chicken, they have Popeye's. That's, that's uh, Big Sexy's favorite, Popeye's. Yeah. Have you guys had Popeye's? Well, yes. I'm, I, I've eaten there. Um, and, and I think another thing about KFC's marketing, you know, like using an actor to portray Colonel Sanders. Um, to me, I, I'm, I'm like, let Colonel Sanders rest in peace because no, nobody can ever replace a fast food legend like him. Well, you mean uh, Ellen DeGeneres uh, acting like she's trans uh, Colonel? Uh, didn't work. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ellen, Reba McIntyre, Norm McDonald, on and on and on and on. <laughs> oh well, and then with, with enough like the other names that were mentioned on this Starbucks, we know your favorite hashtag there. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me put that in the chat really quick. And I, and I, and I added it at you, too. Oh, Starbucks with an oval teen frappuccino. Oh, my so- God. Hey, hey, that's what BP gets every time he goes to Starbucks. Unbelievable. Oh, 
You know, uh, speaking of coffee, last night, uh, Big Sexy, he had a sugar craving. So at uh, 10.30 at night, I was, uh, I was told to go get uh, some Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. With- <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was told to go get some Reese's. <laughs> with pretzels in them. So I went down there, and I was out of coffee. I mean, oh, my God. Uh, life without coffee is a devastating life to live. So I went down to Vons and uh, I all I saw was like Starbucks types of coffee. I'm like, I'm not. And there's oh. no. But I went with this one. It's it's Pete's coffee. It's okay, but I I I, I uh, have not received uh, my shipment uh, of coffee in. So I, I'm uh, I'm 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 struggling to get through each and every day. We're going to take uh, our final break of the night. We'll get back when we get back. We'll get into some trivia and. Uh, See, uh, I think this is the third week in a row. I might kick somebody's ass. So stay tuned for that right after this. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. Welcome back, uh, producer Eric. Uh, if you'd like, uh, go ahead. Well, uh, we'll get things started. Well, we've got five open call spots on Podbean, and our D Live Twitch and Facebook audience can dial 702-708-2855 if they wish to play. And just a reminder, Twitter's former per- Periscope video platform will be um, c- ceasing on f- Friday after. I think we've wrapped up, and so the only video platforms, like we said, are DLive, pr- preferably. And then you still got Facebook and Twitch, but we're we're not on YouTube till further notice. Um, um, you know, and the rules, of course, are going to be the same as always, where I will read the question in, in its entirety, and when I'm done reading the question, if you're on the call, your bu- buzzer name is your is your username, and the first name I hear. You know, gets to answer first, and your correct answers will win you points. Somebody call in because I'm just sitting back tonight. <laughs> um, that means I hey, might have, have a chance to. Well, play. or unless you want to play in chat, that's fine with us. Just cha- just channel me slightly. I'll be sending sending I, my thoughts <laughs> to you right I, through the pod bean, through the speaker of my iPad, and through the way. <laughs> and um, hey, Jess just dissed you too, Pert. <laughs> chills. Oh. Wish I could have a dairy. Uh, oh, a Dairy Queen. Okay. Anyways, uh, just not can't uh, play. She says, or she can't. Call or, or, yeah. Well, and Lady Me is is eating at the moment, but well, she can't, our first she question can't play trivia when she's eating because she's got something in her hand and it gets in the way of the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, I, I gave him a whip. Sorry, for you there, sorry, me. <laughs> All right. Uh, First question, our category is going to be sports. What color is the stitching on the balls in Major League Baseball? Slightly. Mr. T. What do you have, slightly? Oh, I know all about balls. It's red stitching. That is correct. And Mr. A got it, too. It's it's red number two. (laughs) Red number two. (laughs) All right. Our next question category is history. Which U.S. president died in office in 1945 during World War II? Oh, my God. 
Kurt, Kurt knows this. He was alive back then. No, I'm, sit, I'm sitting back. <laughs> Can you um, I see a correct answer in chat already, but I'm not going to spoil it. Oh, well, most of well, our... I will say that Adams was not alive during World War II, Mr. T, so... Well, go ahead and give it to uh, Jess, Doctor. That is correct. Right. Franklin Jeff. Donald Roosevelt or FDR. Hey, that was a typo. She was trying to put Ford. She doesn't get it. <laughs> All right. Our next question category is general knowledge. What U.S. city is home to the International UFO Museum and Research Center? Which city? Come Which city? Slightly. Come on, slightly. City. What U.S. city is home to the International UFO Museum and Research Center? And I already see a correct answer in the chat. Roswell, yeah. It has to be Roswell. Yeah, Mr. I got it. As much as you go to Nevada slightly, I thought you would get that. Well, I was well that's right next door in New Mexico to Arizona. Yeah, but it's, problem, it's in Nevada. The problem, the problem I have is the only... The only no, it's not in Nevada. Go ahead slightly, sorry. The only city I think of is Las Vegas. So. <laughs> well, you, you must be thinking about Area 51, which is right outside of Las Vegas. Yes, I was. Ask any question about neon lights and slightly's got it. That's right. <laughs> All right, our next question category is science. What is the main form of energy produced by a laser? Energy formed by a laser. What is the main form of energy produced by a laser? Uh, Mr. A says light. That is correct, Mr. A got it. Wow, Mr. A. Either Mr. A is on top of it, or he's kicking Jess's ass at uh, using DuckDuckGo. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right. All right. Our next question category is music. Sting's first solo album was entitled The Dream of the Blue What? The Dream of the... Slightly. What do you have, Slightly? Turtles. That is correct, Jess. You got it too. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, me and Jess then. All right. Um, the next question category is beverages. What type of alcohol is used in making a mint julep? Slightly. What do you have, slightly? I'm gonna say vodka. Vodka is incorrect. Jess got it. Jess says. Gin is incorrect, and whiskey is incorrect, too. You sure gin is incorrect? Wow. What's the the name of the drink again? Mint julep. What type of alcohol is used in making a mint julep? They serve it at the Kentucky Derby. Um, Rum is incorrect, Mr. A. Slightly. What do you have, slightly? Uh, Bourbon. Bourbon is correct. Yeah, that's right. All right, our next question category is currency. In what city was the first U.S. Mint opened? City? Hell, I don't know about that. In what city was the first U.S. Mint opened? And I see a correct answer in chat. 
Oh, just duck. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is correct. I wonder if she duck duck. I'm sure she did. And our score update? Uh, scoring update, we have a three-way three -way tie going. Uh, Mr. T, Slightly, and Jess, all with three points. Um, oh, Mr. A, you mean? Oh, I, did I say Mr. T? I'm sorry. Yeah, Mr. A. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm trying to be less white. Sorry. <laughs> well, Mr. T admitted he sucks. <laughs> All right, our next question category is sports. In the minor league organization of which major league baseball team did Michael Jordan play? Oh, my God. Um, slightly. What do you have, Slightly? It was the Chicago team. The Chicago Be more specific. The White Sox. That is correct. Yeah. Oh. Um, I got it, too. Yeah, A, not not T, A. I'm betting all your Doge coins on A. Did you see my post? So I did. I'm trying to recoup them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if we're having like baseball related trivia questions, isn't Pert we supposed to be doing his F baseball down in chat? <laughs> that he does. He he's probably busy right now. I'm I'm just I'm just enamored with the brilliance of all these players here tonight. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And our next question category uh -huh. is Geography. Um, which country lies between Switzerland and Austria? Switzerland and Austria. Switzerland and Austria. I can't even tell you where the hell Idaho is on a map. Jess <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Duck says something like Lynchistan or something. Liechtenstein. Like that. That, is, that is correct. Oh, Jess got that point. You watch. <laughs> All right, our next question category is science. How many how many sides does a heptagon have? A heptagon. I know how many H sides a HEPA filter has. Slightly. What do you have, slightly? I'm going to say seven. Seven is correct. And, and Jess been, been, been to um, that, that, that country that was the answer in the previous question. Oh, Liechtenstein or whatever. Liechtenstein. Oh, Liechtenstein. Yep. Um, our next question category is fashion. Which fashion designer was shot dead in the summer of 1997? Slightly. What do you have, slightly? Versace. Where? That is correct. All right. Where? Oh. Um, I, where? Uh, in Italy. Nope. Ocean it, Drive, no. South Beach. Oh, damn. That, that, that's near Miami, Florida. And Gianni Versace, more specifically, you know, like the brother of Donatello Versace. Do you know the blood from his uh, mortal wound stayed on the steps? Or I forgot how long it was. It was like over a year before they actually washed it off. Oh, wow. my goodness. You know what I'm surprised? Yeah. Cause in you know, not that I would ever want to buy it, but they probably could have like cut it out and sold it for millions. Yeah, his old home well, is now a place you can rent out and have like big parties and stuff. We, uh, yeah. we looked in the door but didn't go in, and then we had a hotel room with a balcony behind it, and everything we saw. Oh my gosh, you you talk about just to the hilt overspending on on beauty and luxury. He did. That's crazy. He was young, right? 
Um, he was in his fifties, wasn't he? Yeah, that's I, be- I believe so. Um, and and his most famous dress, um, he you know that he designed. Guess which um, young know, member of the royal family wore one of his designs? Oh, thank God you didn't say AOC. <sighs> it wasn't AOC. I don't know which uh, would it be. Well, she di- she died not long after he did. Diana. Oh yes. Do I get a point for that? I'm, hey, it's up to you, but um, guess not. <laughs> all right, our next question category is um, movies. Who directed the movie Jackie Brown? Slightly. What do you have, slightly? I'm going to go out on a ledge and say Jackie Brown. <laughs> that that is incorrect. Yeah. It's, not, it's not Tyler Perry. <laughs> um. Everything's he also Tyler directed the movie *Inglorious Bastards*. Yeah, never watched that one either. Um, uh, Eric, just so you know, there is a little bit of popping going on. I'm trying to fix that. Um, um Mr. A says George. George is incorrect. George of the Jungle. Who, Mr. A? I'm, I'm going to give you all some multiple choices. Is it A. Eli Roth? B. Martin Scorsese? C. Quentin Tarantino, D, none of the above. I'm going to, slightly, I'm going to go with B. B is incorrect. Mr. A says C. That, that is correct. It's Quentin Tarantino. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I knew where to put my money today. Hey, don't count your chickens before they hatch. I, I figure I might as well just make, make that one easy for people. Um, that was the, very nice. All right, our next question category is history. Which Soviet dictator's 1953 death set off a major struggle for national control? Mm, That's a tough one. Um, Repeat the question. Um, Which Soviet dictator's 1953 death set off a major struggle for national control and I already see one correct answer in chat. Oh, well, I'll stop typing then. Uh, <laughs> the dictator's name was Bye Y'all. Bye Y'all. Yeah, <laughs> Bye Y'all. So have a good night, Mr. Keast. Uh, Jess says uh, Mr. Joseph Stalin. That is correct. All right. Way to go, Jess. All right. Our next question category is sports. What Atlanta? Braves player made a game-saving play in 1992 re-acing over a 10-foot wall to make the catch. Slightly. Yeah, slightly. I'm going to go with um, Andrew Jones. That is incorrect. Hmm, I wonder if it was... I know another one. Uh, Slightly again. Go ahead. Uh, David Justice. David Justice is incorrect. God. I don't think it was Jones. I think Mr. A and Jess Duck both have the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I'm going to give you all some multiple choices. Is it A, John Smoltz, B, Otis Nixon, C, um, Tom Glavin, or D, none of the above? Perchley. Glavin. What do you perch? Glavin is incorrect. Oh, okay. That was just a guess. I knew what small. What, what do you have slightly? Uh, B. That's the only non-pitcher. 
Um, B would be correct. Jess got that too. Otis Nixon. Oh, Glavin was a pitcher? Yeah, Glavin was a pitcher. Oh. I recognize Smoltz. <laughs> I forgot Glavin. Yeah. All right. Our next question category is, um, but we're going to do a score update before we go to question number 15. Well, uh, I hate to brag, but yeah, I'm in the lead. <laughs> seven points. <laughs> Justock was six, and uh, Mr. A's not on the A list anymore. He's down to five. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, our next question category is general knowledge. What do you do with a snood? Snood is spelled S N O O D. What do you do with a snood? Uh, slightly. What do you have, Slightly? You put around a dog's neck. That is incorrect. Damn. Justnock says you eat it. <laughs> that is incorrect. It, it, it's actually like a wardrobe piece. Well, yeah, you put it around. Like your a neck. piece of clothing, in other words. Well, I, I see. Are you sure you. <laughs> Miss Trey says you slap them with it. No. Um, it's I'm not neckwear, honeybee. That's not what my DuckDuckGo images are showing. <laughs> Snood. Um, or, um, um, I, see, I see a correct answer. Oh, thank God. What is it? Where on your hat? Um, Jess got it. Um, it, it. It's kind of like similar to a hat or, 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 or headwear. Huh. Well, I guess it's close to a um, I, I think it's like a kind of hat that like cafeteria lunch ladies wear. Right. Oh, don't get me started on lunch, ladies, right, honeybee? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have, uh, you have anger towards cafeteria women? No, not anger, just... Never mind. All right, our next... Along. Stay tuned tomorrow night when we discuss horrors of the cafeteria, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're giving Pertwee nightmares. <laughs> All right, our next question category is music. What was Aerosmith's first top 10 song on the Billboard charts? Hmm. I'm trying to think. Come on. <sighs> think. Go upstairs with that one slightly. Say it one more time. It's coming to me. What was Aerosmith's first top 10 song on the in top 10 song on the Billboard charts. First, his first one, right? First ever? Um, that is incorrect, Jess. Um, slightly? What, what, what do you have, Slightly? Dream On? That is correct. Yeah, that's it. See, I, it, came, it came to me. It wasn't fast. Right. Yes, I, I think that... No that idea. pour some sugar song, Jess. I think that was an ACDC song. I could be wrong, unless that was Poison or another group. I know, I know, I know. Pertwee had it in his mind. I, I, I'm almost a hundred percent sure. We we got a contest uh, or contest Eric Snood because one of the definitions is a wide ring of knitted material worn as a hood or scarf. So I think we had yeah. multiple winners uh, on that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's commonly you know worn, worn on the head. Uh, it, you, you didn't. You didn't say what is a common <laughs> use of snood. You said what is a snood. <laughs> what do you do with a snood? You wear it on your head. Is the answer that? <laughs> but th well, this is like Terry 
of you know who gives me these questions and answers. Well, what I do with a snoot is absolutely nothing because I don't buy the damn thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, our next question category is sports. Carlos Beltran in the 2012 season became the first switch hitter to hit 300 homers and do what? How many home runs? 300 homers and do what? Have a uh, slightly. What do you have slightly? Have 100 RBIs? Mm, that is incorrect. Damn. Can't think of it. Uh, tw- slightly. What do you have, slightly? I have 20 stolen bases. Um, th- they were stolen bases, but the 20 stolen is incorrect. Um, way higher. Oh, slightly again. Go ahead. I'm going to say 50 then. 50 is also incorrect. What? Even higher. Holy crap. Let's see here. In in twenty in what year? Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. He did three hundred homers and what? And what else? Well, he only had thirteen stolen bases that year. I don't know. I, I uh... <laughs> well, the answer I'm looking for is steal three hundred bases. In twenty twelve. That's the answer for his career. Um, I, I guess he he achieved that probably career wise, um, but the the question really didn't specifically specify that. Um, but it, it was achieved during 2012. Gotcha. And he might have stole his 300th in 2012, Eric. But I don't I don't know a lot about baseball. But anybody stealing 300 bases a year is probably going to get a contract of about 400 million dollars a year. <laughs> right? They're like dollars. <laughs> yeah. All you got to do is get your ass on first, and you're guaranteed. I mean, yeah, that's no way. <laughs> you can stay home. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got that one. I just hope he returns them. <laughs> All right. All right. Our next question category is movies. When Nemo was put in a fish tank in Finding Nemo, what new name did the other fish give him? You know, the fish tank in the dentist's office. Yeah, um, God, it's been a long time since I w- watched that movie, Eric. <laughs> um, oh, you're close, partly. Oh my God, slightly. What do you have, slightly? Was it Gil? Gil is incorrect. Yeah. Oh, sh- uh, slightly. Go ahead, slightly. Shark bait. That is correct. That's right. They nicknamed that in the fish tank. <laughs> All right, the next question category is fashion. Who invented blue jeans? Oh, slightly. What do you have, slightly? Levi Strauss. That is correct. Um, Jess, Jess got that in time, too. No, she, she doesn't have Strauss, so that could be Levi from the Bible, Levi down at the Amish village, you know? Yeah, you never know. Village. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Levi at Pinehurst. Have a good night. All right. Joining us. All right. Our next question category is TV. Excuse me. What TV show 
centered on the exploits of psychiatrist Dr. Sam Beckett. I don't, I'm not sure. Jess, um, you have any, uh, Mr. A, what about you? What TV show centered on the exploits of psychiatrist, Dr. Sam Beckett? It's on the top of her tongue. Jess Duck says tip. Oh, tip. Not the um, top. It, it's on the tip of her tongue is what she means. Yeah. I, God. Perhaps some multiple choices would help. Um, is it A, Quantum Leap, B, Game of Thrones, C, The Sopranos, or D, None of the Above? Doc is saying A. That is correct. It's Quantum Leap. Wow. I don't know if she watches that show regularly or not, or if, or if she's followed it. No. I know she got the answer right. Yeah. Our last question of the night category is science. What organ cannot feel pain? Sight? I don't know. What organ cannot feel pain? Uh, just Spleen is incorrect. Slightly? Uh, the brain? That is correct. Oh, wow. And our... And our final score of the night. It was a close battle. Stuck uh, got ahead of uh, Mr. A. However, she needed that last question to answer answer that last question correctly to a tie. But unfortunately, but fortunately for me, uh, it's the third week in a row. Yeah. But Stuck, uh, you gave me a run for, run for my money, or a run for my Dogecoin, I guess is what we would say. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, that was that was fun. And I was uh I can't believe uh one of these days, Jess Doc, you're gonna have to call in. Hey, we 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 still got like her and Honeybee doing the head to head trivia game one day. Yeah, one day that would be awesome to have both of them go at it. Uh Jess Duck, are you telling me that you did not use Duck Duck Go at all for any of your answers? None. Really? Uh. Wow, I am impressed. If that is to be the truth, uh, you would probably be tonight's champion, <laughs> to be honest with you. So, oh yeah. Uh, next, I promise. Next week, I won't use any any Duck Duck Go, and uh, we'll, we'll probably be guaranteed that somebody else wins. To be honest, but uh, anyways, that was uh, fun, producer Eric. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And let's see. Um, where was I going? I wanted to say something else really quickly before we headed out. Oh, I know what I wanted to do. Uh, I wanted to check out just because Pertwee's with us still tonight. Uh, uh oh, is yeah, I know. I, I wanted to kind of keep everybody updated on what's going on in the world of baseball. And uh, as you know, the Padres continue to get their asses handed to them. But they actually pulled one out in extra innings today, uh, seven to six against the San Francisco Giants. But the problem with that is, uh, as we're boiling down to your, I'm sure you'll be very happy, Pert, because there are currently only very, the Padres just finished off today their 152nd game, which means there's only 10 baseball games in the regular season left. Cool. Yeah. 
Well, seven to six, and that means the other team missed the extra point, right? Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> but um, as far as the wild card standings, I wanted to take a look at that really quickly. Because as soon as the Padres are eliminated from any chance of a wild card, uh, we won't talk baseball anymore for the year. Which will be, make a lot of people happy, especially Perry. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the Padres are five. No, they're six games back of the wild card. So um, within a matter of four games, uh, we, we might not talk about baseball anymore. So uh, then we'll focus on football. And, uh, you know, we can talk. Perry loves football, and he, especially his favorite team, the New Orleans Patriots. Or, excuse me, the New Orleans, New Orleans Patriots. <laughs> New England Patriots, you mean, or New Orleans Saints? No, it means New Orleans Saints. Saints, yeah, I know that uh, the Saints are his team, but you guys—they uh, lost, they're right? Last week, they're one and one. Yeah, because I got Jamie's mm-hmm. Winston playing for him. That's why, guys. He went right back to the old Jamie's idiot, throwing balls he doesn't need to throw, trying to run when he shouldn't. Just thinks every play has to be a superstar play, and that's not the way to win in the NFL. Well, I think it's going to be a lot of growing pains for the Saints because without Drew Brees. Yeah. And oh, I agree. It might be a while that they. Uh, you know, get their shit in, back in order. Uh, but then again, at least you don't have to worry about being a Los Angeles Charger fan. So I never have had to worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd love to be able to say the same as well, but uh, I don't even watch football too much anymore. But uh, I do know that they lost last week and they played the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, who actually lost a game last week. I couldn't believe that. Well, I, you know, it's going to be so emotional this year because my second team is Tampa because, you know, Town area there. My first team's Saints, second team's a Bucks. So they are doing great, but it's like I got two ends of the spectrum. I got Tampa, which is coming in rated number one, and Saints, which has dropped off the freaking map in just two weeks. Well, isn't Tampa, aren't they pretty much favored to get back into the Super Bowl again this year? They are, but I mean, you know, just because you're favored doesn't mean it's a cakewalk. Yeah, part though. You have Tom Brady still. I mean, unless he unless something happens to him, I mean, if if he gets injured, your season's done. <laughs> yeah, but but you got to remember, yes, they Tom Brady, but you got to have everybody around you that makes Tom Brady able to be Tom Brady. Well, over his career, it seems like he's a, he's able to make any receivers uh, <laughs> good. Well, he could. Yeah, he can. He can elevate somebody's talent. I agree with that. But I mean, you couldn't take Tom Brady now and. Let's say give them to the Detroit Lions and expect the Detroit Lions to be contenders. This is true. Now, I never thought I would ever say this in the life of me. Being born and raised in San Diego, being, you know, the, with the, when the Chargers were here in San Diego, their big time rivalry was the Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah. Now, everybody knows that the Raiders have moved on. They went back up to Oakland and now they're in the city of Las Vegas. <laughs> they're like a, Kid in foster care. They just go everywhere. So I, I'm on the verge of contemplating becoming a Las Vegas Raiders fan. Nice. Yeah. Why not? Oh, my God. My dad would hate me. <laughs> what? Tell him you want to cheer for a winner for a change, you know? Well, you know what? That's like a Padre fan becoming a Dodger fan. That's how bad it is. Really? Oh, yeah. It's Oh, it's... Like the Los Angeles Raiders, like when they were the Los Angeles Raiders, you know, to Charger fans, they were like the scum of the earth. Well, then Jess would have to hate you because they're AFC and her Broncos are AFC. Oh, yeah. The Donkeys. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, you'll probably already hate me because I call your team the Donkeys. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but your your Broncos 
the Broncos are two and zero right up there with the Raiders. You know, I did. Uh, I did see where Elway said if they sell a team, he wants to be part of the new team, uh, the the new owner team that purchases it. Does that make sense? He wants to be part of the ownership of the new group. Thank you. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. No, I hear you. Yeah, I, I, uh, they were, they were a great team when they had Elway. Um, and actually, Jess, I was actually at the Super Bowl that Elway won when they beat the Green Bay Packers here in San Diego. They weren't too bad when they had Peyton Manning either. Oh, the Broncos? Yeah. Oh, I, I, that must have been the time period I stopped watching. The last I knew, Peyton Manning played for the Colts. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had his next surgery, then the Broncos picked him up and he did pretty good with the Broncos, got, got another Super Bowl. Oh wow! I think didn't he just didn't he he got one Super Bowl with the Broncos didn't he? I don't I don't think the, the wasn't the last Super Bowl that the Broncos won was back when they beat Green Bay in San Diego. I don't know. She says Peyton Manning wants to be part of the ownership group too. Wouldn't that be a, a hell of a ownership uh, group? Uh, John Elway and Peyton Manning together, ex, ex quarterbacks. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I don't and know how. Oh, Peyton won one and lost one. Okay, so he did win one Super Bowl when he was out there with him. Yeah, well, none of the teams that I've ever rooted for have won any damn championships. So, you know, <laughs> at, at least you have that going for you, Jess. At least I'm not a Denver Broncos fan. Then you'd never win a damn maybe, thing. Maybe Jess wants you to start rooting for uh, Oakland then. Or, well, I mean, for the, Las the Vegas. Raiders, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I definitely, uh, I, if I, you know, uh, I think the plan is that we will be moving there. Uh, but I'll have an actual NHL franchise in my in my town, so that'll a, be exciting. A decent one too, aren't they? Still pretty good. I think they're still pretty good. Uh, after the first year, they got rid of some talent, but the Las Vegas Golden Knights—they're still uh, pretty. You know, they probably have a good. They still have a good, decent team playing for them up there. That's got to be an experience. A hockey game in Vegas, I would think. Oh, I, yeah, I can only imagine. I haven't. I haven't. I have yet to see a professional NHL game. I mean, I, I think the only people that could probably beat them in showmanship, like animatronics and light shows and all, would be Disney. Oh, wow. I mean, when you talk about um, Vegas, think about it. Yeah, that's true. Well, and Vegas, Vegas has got a new concert venue coming sometime in 2023 called The Sphere. Um, it, it's not far, um, it, it, but it's like, like a Madison Square Garden-owned um, tourism venue where that, that will house concerts. Is that the the like the Coliseum looking thing that's near the Monte Carlo that's being built? Uh, yes. Oh, I was wondering what the hell that, that was. That is that is going to be an extraordinarily state of the art venue. That um, if you get to see it up close when it's completed. Yeah, I, I've seen it. Uh, you know, uh, as of uh, you know a couple of weeks ago, and it's been well. Really and I guess you could probably say Vegas really means business. Oh, they do. And uh, I mean, my God, the amount of homes being sold there every day. Like I, I recently signed up for this thing, uh, Redfin app, right? So it mm-hmm. sends me a message every single damn time there's uh, a price increase, a decrease, or if they've sold a home or if there's a new home on the market. And I'll just say I had to turn the notifications off because it was just going wild. So, or you probably just have to check your emails like every other day to see if you see something new. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or if you're on some kind of like waiting list. Oh, there's plenty of waiting lists. Uh, hell, like I, I think I told you guys before, the, there's uh, new construction going on. And some developments have, this one specific one has 50 lots available, but they have a waiting list of over 250 people. So that shows you uh, the amount of exit 
exiting Californians, uh, getting the hell out of the state of California for obvious reasons. And the other thing I, I really haven't mentioned, we'll probably bring up tomorrow, but, uh, you know, the mm-hmm. state of California telling all the residents to conserve water and all of that, they're going to be raking, uh, Increasing the water rates in California, uh, and I'm, I'm going to tell you why uh, what the government is trying to portray is absolutely 100% false and why there's no excuse to be increasing right. you know, the water. Bill. I mean, California, on average, a Californian pays five times the amount for water than any other person in the United States. Right. And, what and do you do with like, all this extra money you have once you moved to? Oh, my Bob. God. I don't know. Well, I bet, I, I bet Big Sexy will find a way. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's, it's amazing. It's crazy. I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you one hint. You know, they say that there's a, a water shortage. We're in a drought. We might be in a drought, but keep in mind, almost. I think the statistic, and I'll have it available tomorrow. Over 50% of the water in California gets drained out to the ocean. Yeah. You're talking about rainwater? Any, yeah, rainwater. Yeah. Uh, they, the, the, uh, you know, the environmentalists, it's, it's forbidden that you put a bucket out and get the water from the sky. I, I mean, is there really a law against that? Because I do remember something coming out, a law where there's some state or some county you are not allowed to collect any rainwater because of the shortage of water. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if and it's not here, but I, I know that, uh, like I said, over 50% goes out to the ocean, uh, you know, because of the environmentalists and all that. But, uh, wow. It's, uh, there's not a water shortage. It's uh, what the government wants to do with our water. Yeah. So think about it. Ocean level is rising, but they don't want you to take the water because they don't want to starve the ocean. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> What's the irony in that? You know. There, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I. 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 I hear. I you. got. A, I got a new plan for all these environmentalists. Let California start taking the water from the rivers and creeks that are draining into the ocean, so that we can stop the ocean from rising so much. Right. How's Good. that? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. But yeah, that's not the only thing that they're doing in California. Uh, Governor Newsom uh, earlier also uh, this afternoon uh, put out there that there might be a statewide mandate for children in the state of California to be vaccinated. So, Oh. Oh yeah, your children, you live in California, your children may be required to go get vaccined. What if you live, well, is there any like real country like people that there they are, they're born, they never come to the city kind of areas. There's countrysides, uh, like unincorporated parts of like San Diego. Um, but, you know, they have their own school districts and stuff like that up there. Because I was just wondering what, you know, what they would do there. Because like over here, I mean, you got East Tennessee. There's some people back in the hills that they're born there. They live there. They die there. They don't come out of there. Yeah, so, I don't necessarily think that would be the same up here. But yeah. Well, uh, but we'll, well talk, I, I'll talk about that tomorrow as far as, uh, you know, vac- being mandated to be vaccinated. I, I guess like what, what part we means by those that, that are born and live and die in the hills and they never leave from there. I guess in their minds that leaving from a place they've always called home, it, it's considered suicide for them. Yeah. But, yeah, but, um, 
And I did send you a good music video from an artist named Tom McDonald called Brainwashed. Maybe we might feature that on tomorrow night's show. Um, I know you're going to take a listen to it. I will. Uh, and that whip, by the way, was for uh, Starbuck, who just joined us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come back in with a better username, right? Yeah, change that to Ovaltine. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. <laughs> did you send it to me uh, on, on email or Twitter? Twitter. Okay. And uh, it, what kind of song is it? I, I, I mean, it, it's a very pro-American song. Oh, well, let's... Uh, you know, if, if you thought that F. Biden song was good, I think you might like this one from a Canadian artist, uh, of all people. Oh, even a Canadian. Wow, that's that's interesting. Well, it's... Uh, hell, I, I'm, I'm uh, feeling, uh, you know, a little edgy tonight. We can see what it has to say, and we'll play that as uh, our outro. Have you ever found your... I've never found oh, we, Well, we got to play commercials. They're coming to America, eh? Everywhere around the world, eh? By vaccines and TV shows, politics. Oh my God, it's like a white guy. Black lives, white guy, white like lives, rapping. which lives mean most? We only dedicate one day to remember our fallen soldiers, the men and women who died young. But if you come out the closet as Caitlyn Jenner, you're a hero and you get a whole pride month. The most dangerous pandemics propaganda from these clowns. Only mass that's gonna save us is duct tape on their mouths. Don't speak. We don't need to defund police, need to defund the media who lies through their teeth like Big Pharma doesn't cure you, dog. Cause every patient that gets cured is a customer lost. And big oil runs the world. The only wars that get fought are with the countries who have natural resources they want. Heard him claiming if a white man braids his hair and likes rap, he's appropriating culture. But if a white man acts too white, he's white trash, he's a racist, he's a bigot, he's a monster. Let's just have the conversation. Not every liberal is dumb, not all Republicans are racist. The government wants everybody fighting with their neighbors because they know that if we get along, we'll probably go against them. They can't stop us because we're ready to fight, trying to brainwash us. But we won't let freedom die. The whole world's brainwashed. Everybody pick a team, start a riot in the streets. The whole world's brainwashed. It's us against them, and you against me. How did monkeys become people and people turned into sheep? They put fluoride in the water that's keeping us all asleep. Claim they want what's best for us, I find it hard to believe. Cause they've been selling us cigarettes since we was 18. Fake news, fake woke, distract and divide. You're either right or you're left or you're black or you're white. Big tech don't need a microchip to hack in your life. Cause the phone inside your pocket is a tracking device. And I don't know what I'm a sick of. Rappers or Joe Biden looking like he ate 100 Xanax for dinner. Cause censoring the president and kicking him off Twitter is a bigger threat to freedom than foreign ballistic missiles. You don't trust the police or the government, but you want people giving up their right to own a firearm. Why would you be comfortable if police and the government the only people on the planet with the right to buy a gun? White privilege getting amplified to reinforce division It convinces white people that they're favored by their skin And black people getting angry because they're told they're treated different So the conflict is between us and never with the system Let's just have the conversation Not every liberal is dumb, not all Republicans are racist The government wants everybody fighting with their neighbors Because they know that if we get along, we'll probably go against them They can't stop us Because we're ready to fight Trying to brainwash us but we won't let freedom die. The whole world's brainwashed. Everybody pick a team, start a riot in the streets. The whole world's brainwashed. It's us against them, and it ain't you against me. Step one.
train the people only to consume step two infiltrate adults with the news step three indoctrinate the children through the schools and the music and the apps on the phones that they use step four separate the right from the left step five separate the white from the black step six separate the rich from the poor use religion and equality to separate them more step seven fabricate a problem made a lie step eight put it on the news every night step nine when people fight and divide take control this is called situational design they can't stop us cause we're ready to fight try to brainwash us but we won't let freedom die the whole world's brainwashed everybody pick a team start a riot in the streets the whole world's brainwashed us against them and then you against me All right. Well, that was uh, Tom McDonald with Brainwashed. You can uh, put that in the trash bin. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Your rap song is now flushed. <laughs> I, I, think, I think the messaging I agree with, I just, the, the, in, in a song form, it was, I don't know, it was a lot. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but um but i know like the artists like the hairstyle in question like we could do without the dreads yeah dreads you know the the way people come up with dreads is without washing their hair right yeah yeah it's, let me be filthy and look at my new hairstyle yeah that's kind of disgusting but hey to each their own you know kind of like the those who want to go get the shot and don't want to get a shot do what you need to do and just keep to yourselves <laughs> Anyways, we're going to uh, wrap things up like a carne asada burrito tonight. Uh, Producer Eric, any final thoughts for us tonight? Well, we'll we'll be back, of course, for our TGIF free-for-all show tomorrow evening. And uh, hopefully we will see all of our friends join us as usual. And, um, well, besides the um, Carl Bonnick episode being published on Rumble, we, we, we still haven't forgotten about the Neil Crabtree, Anthony Carbonaro, Michael Baca, and the July 26th Freethink episodes. That we haven't, and we'll get those up as uh, we have time to do so. I'll, I'll probably get the Carl Bonac one out first, uh, and then we'll get the other ones up. But uh, definitely we'll be working on that. And uh, thanks for trivia tonight, Producer Eric. And and um, we're also going to explore seeing whether Anthony Carbonaro wishes to do a return appearance on the show. And I guess we'll find out if he's indeed going to be running to challenge Debbie Dingle. Yeah, we'll see if he's uh, going to change uh, challenge uh, Debbie, Debbie Dingleberries, as I like to call her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so check in with him and see what happens. We'll see what's uh, in the future for him. Bert, any uh, last thoughts, final thoughts tonight? You know, I, I had an incident today earlier that made me realize that slightly I'm terrified of elevators. You're terrified of elevators? Bro. I am terrified. I don't know what it is, but I'm taking steps to get over it. <laughs> I, and i think with the elevator like um you you probably wouldn't want oh, to don't be, mess it up eric we're done show's <laughs> over come on um, I, I thought was thinking about droopy from who framed roger rabbit going up sir mind your steps sir um okay. hold, hold on sir your floor sir have a good day sir <laughs> that elevator scene where it went super fast that's not an escalator eric that was a lot better than last night's it last night's it took me a while per uh, yeah it did i can't believe that one was so far over your head 
yeah, it's I, I'm not, uh, you know, the, the light bulb. It's not always on. It's not like Motel 6 around here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> OK, Tom Bodet. That's right. We'll keep the borders open for you. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us tonight. We'll be back tomorrow, 930 Eastern Time, 630 Pacific. Join us again live manana for our final show of the week. Make sure you check us out over at slightlyshow.com, our website. In addition to the Twitter twatter at Slightly Serious and all that good stuff for the latest and greatest and any show updates and all that, you can catch them over there. Jess Duck, uh, you know, you did a great job tonight. I appreciate participating in addition with Mr. A and all the rest. And we'll see. And um, let's not forget anybody who wants to cook the combustible cigs. You've got vaporinvasion.com. That's right. Vaporinvasion.com. Use the, the keyword slightly uh, upon checkout to get 20% off your order. And we'll see you back here tomorrow night. God bless and God bless America. See you later. Not all. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you and I love your show.